men can say, hey, you know, I tried, that didn't work. But then, you know, mm-hmm. there's others that cross that line. And I do think that men, that tends to generate a little bit of a competition. But then I also think that they do like to kind of keep us a little bit, it's it's the whole divide and conquer and kind of at, create a little bit of agitation. And if you have everybody busy in the in the mundane, dramatic things in life, they miss out on those big opportunities. Mm-hmm. And so we as women, you know, it's not like we have to take on the personalities of men. We just have to be less emotional about things. And again, it goes back to really knowing who we are mm-hmm. and then being strong in our own personal truth mm-hmm. and not letting them tell us what that is. Got a lot of love. Yeah, that's for sure. Got music and movies. Friends and medicine. Yeah, is the show. Welcome to The Ed Show, your award-winning podcast sponsored by The Relevant App. The opinions expressed on the show are not necessarily the opinions of A-Edge Productions. I'm your co-host, Brandon Lee, and here she is, the one and only, Wendy Love Edge. Hey there. Uh, We don't dispense medical advice, and all your health choices are your own. This is the last show of season six, and it's all about women innovators and pioneers in cannabis. Brandon, what a great season it's been. Yeah, where did the time go? I I feel like we just started the season. It does feel that way to me as well. It's been, you know, a really busy season with all different topics and focusing on our own health too, right? Right. Uh, mm-hmm. But it did go by really quickly. I can't believe it myself. You know, time flies when you're having fun. They always say that. But I mean, we've been really focused on this stuff. You know, you started asked me to come on to the season and talking about natural remedies and health tips and all these things. It's been so incredible to have all these professionals on the show uh, throughout the season. And I feel like I learned a lot. I was like, you know, I hope someone learned something and and that someone was me. So (laughs) I was really excited about this season. It's been so fun. And uh, working with you, Wendy, is always just a pleasure. So we've uh, definitely gotten a lot done this season. I'm excited. For sure. And it's been such a pleasure for me as well, working with you. I'm glad you learned. So I learned something every single time. And, um, you know, the show is about all of us, really, and, and getting information that can help. And while we we hope we entertain a little bit along the way, you know, (laughs) um, I think we did. (laughs) Yeah, oh, for sure. I mean, I learned what to pair with Scooby-Doo. So you you can't beat that. And some of the guests, of course, Miss Teddy, 
it was mm -hmm. uh, just uh, just a blessing, you know, yes, of uh, right. getting to learn the things from her. And, you know, yeah. throughout the season, I got to, you know, uh, watch some of her hilarious videos. I got one of her books. Yes. And so it's just been really cool to connect with all the people uh, that are part of this show. So for sure. Incredibly and incredibly fun. And Candace Dyer, you know, yes. uh, Mile High News kind of evolved through the season. We tried doing it different ways. And that's another thing I love about about our show. You know, we we love to um, work with different creators and and innovators, really, and and find uh, find their best, you know. Um, and I think that we achieved that with with everybody on the show. What, are, what great segments uh, they've been. Uh, once again, just so honored to be a part of this, you know. Uh, I, I know that you didn't have to invite me on to do these things and to be able to watch um, all these women on the show that empower the show and, and you yourself, it's just been so great. And so oh, thank um, you. we well, get to talk to a bunch of great guests today and actually <laughs> some of the people that make the show. Yes, for sure. And I want to tell you, I've always been impressed. I've listened to you on the X since I started coming to uh, to Fayetteville, I believe. Um, and I've always been impressed by your positive attitude and your community minded. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to bring you on. And after we um, connected a little bit also through the Live Free Festival with Rochelle Bradshaw, I was like, yes, I'm going to ask him. <laughs> so I'm so glad you said yes. It's been fantastic. Yes, I'm uh, and excited about um, hopefully in the future and other things that we got going on. And Yes. Um, man, it's so great to you put something like this together and all the hard work of the people and throughout the, all the seasons. It's just, it's so incredible. And I encourage people out there to try to do those things as well and, and empower the people around you and be part of the community, whether it be your local community or the community of, of cannabis or natural healing or something that you really believe in. And, um, and you, I promise things like that, you'll get support of other people that are like-minded like yourself and uh, and hopefully in a positive environment. Yes, for sure. And uh, yes, and make sure uh, women, I'm going to speak directly to you and I believe our guest says this later, we need to support each other. We're not always going to agree. Um, you know, it goes for everyone in the community. You know, we're not always going to be like-minded. We're not going to have exact same thoughts about a particular issue. But um, as women, especially, you know, let's let's lift each other up and, and stop that division so we can keep moving forward, whether it's the cannabis industry or whatever, um, whatever we're talking about, right? A lot of times we don't do that. And it's very, very important as we continue to move forward. Uh, so coming up next, uh, my guest, Larissa Bolivar. Joining me now is a pioneer in the cannabis industry and the founder and CEO of Bolivar Hemp Company. Welcome to The Edge Show, Larissa Boulevard. How are you today? I'm doing great, Wendy. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited about this. I've been looking forward to this for so long. Me as well. You are amazing and perfect for this show about women innovators and pioneers in cannabis. So thank you so much for being here. Um, so you started in the cannabis industry, I read about 18 years ago as a refugee to Colorado. And um, you were in the trenches pairing cannabis patients with caregivers and um, helping patients achieve their highest potential with the plant. So I thank you for that, first of all. And then I, I wondered if you saw a clear place for yourself in the budding industry as a woman. Did, did you kind of see a path? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, my end game in those in those early years was to have a wellness center. Mm-hmm. I actually um, opened one of the first dispensaries in Colorado. Some in the media, uh, Denver Business Journal actually said I was the first medical marijuana center. Ken Gorman and I founded it together along with my ex-husband. And there's a lot of scandal around that, which is the subject of a book I'm writing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the project that's never ending. So in the beginning, you you sort of saw this path with the wellness center, but then yes. it sounds like with all of the, you know, the cannabis industry does have a lot of drama, a lot of oh, issues. Um, it. it seems like, <laughs> yeah, it seems like you kind of got caught up in a lot of the difficult and crazy. Do you think women tend to get pulled into some of that a little more or because when I from where I sit you know you see the men kind of rise up in these companies or create companies that they seem to be able to get more funding or whatever it happens to be Um, and the women end up in this craziness (laughs) I don't know what are your thoughts I think it's male generated I take a very strong feminist stance to this Mm -hmm. absolutely as someone who's been sexually harassed at every corner almost the expectation is that I sell my body. And then women are the first to spread rumors that I, that's how I gain my power. Women Men can say, Hey, you know, I tried that didn't work, but then, you know, mm-hmm. there's others that cross that line. And I do think that men that tends to generate a little bit of a competition, but then I also think that they do like to kind of keep us a little bit it's, it's the whole divide and conquer and kind of at, create a little bit of agitation. And if you have everybody busy in the, in the mundane, dramatic things in life, they miss out on those big opportunities. Mm-hmm. And so we as women, you know, it's not like we have to take on the personalities of men. We just have to be less emotional about things. And again, it goes back to really knowing who we are mm-hmm. and then being strong in our own personal truth. Right. And not letting them tell us what that is. And they're trying, obviously, the Supreme Court. Right. And we're in very scary times for women. And just... Mm-hmm. I agree. We, it is yeah. very scary when we're, uh, you know, um, we are sovereign beings and need to be in charge of ourselves. And um, when you start to look at, um, you know, the old white men making decisions, people don't like to hear those words, but it's the truth. I had a thought. So when I had my wellness center, I had a lot of women that were helping me. And I noticed that it was a lot of women that were like really holding together the fabric of the whole cannabis space. Mm-hmm. Um, they were the moms who were making all of the decisions, the purchasing decisions. They were the caregivers. But oftentimes it was their spouses who may have been growing and they were the ones who were interfacing, interfacing with the patients, which was a lot with the relationship I had with my ex-husband. Although I did learn how to grow and I still do. And, you know, now I, I you know, I impressed you know, that is my language, but I do in, in my, you know, in industry as a woman, I know a lot about cannabis and, and, and growing and numbers and strains and, 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 and policies and procedures and, you know, regulations. And they just come out of me like this. I've been consulting in the space since 2008. Right. And, and that, so all know. of that is so important. You mm-hmm. know, women out there who want to be innovators or have innovative ideas, educate yourself. This is yes. so important that, you know, arm yourself. Mm-hmm. Every piece from growing to regulations to you really need to have all that information. Yeah. And there's a lot of programs. So I'm on the board of a nonprofit I, and I co-direct it, Indica National Diversity Inclusion Cannabis Alliance. <clears throat> and we've been working really hard on a lot of social equity issues. And so 
what we haven't really addressed yet are, are the women, which is something that we are going to, you know, we really should start working with. And I'm going to talk to uh, Benita Money, who directs it, see what we can start doing with that as well, because you had mentioned that our numbers are dwindling and it mm -hmm. is, it's been happening in cannabis. This has been a trend since the beginning. I always say in my life, if I listened to no, I wouldn't be doing anything. <laughs> You're going to hear no sometimes. What's and that? Yeah. <laughs> just keep going keep going you know so important it's like it's like a video character or like a video game you just kind of hit a, a roadblock and you just kind of go around and just, yes you know, find another thing. way like, find yes. another way there's other ways and mm -hmm. yeah i mean like i you know the old adage that you know when one door closes another one opens that's actually very true so don't it's be afraid of, of change either mm -hmm. women we're forced into situations, you know, just because, you know, we are, whether it's being a mother, whether it's being a spouse, um, you know, my boyfriend will admit it took him a minute to adjust to me being an executive where he loves it. Like he, as, like he's, we, we own two companies together and I'm CEO of one and he's CEO of the other. And we flip flop roles nice. in a way, right. Where, mm -hmm. you know, I answer to him where he answers to me in another. And he actually loves telling everybody she's my boss like that's his fate like he just he, and, and we've been in situations where I've had to you know reprimand or be have a very serious conversation you know with mm -hmm. a man and he's been in the room with me and the guy like looks over to Miley with like hey dude can you help me like and then Miley <laughs> will just look look at look at the guy and you know look at me and put his head nice. down like that and just walk out the room <laughs> and then the guy's left looking petrified like Right, right. Oh my God, I'm on it's, a low He's like, dude, she's in uh, charge. I'm out of here. Yeah, yeah I'm like, yeah. I don't know why you're looking at me for help. Nice. <laughs> and then walks out. And I'm little, I'm only like five feet, if that. And so like, <laughs> you know, and he's like six, one, 250. So it's just it's, like- It's the power <laughs> within you. It doesn't matter, you know. It doesn't matter. Um, so let's switch gears a little bit and talk about um, Bolivar Hemp Company and your product. Um, I have a quote from your website that I really, really loved. Um, Cannabis and hemp encompass my life's greatest passions, as does helping people be their best selves, including self-care. So skincare products fitting clearly uh, with your values and your mission. I mean, that's, uh, it's important. I think sometimes people think, oh, skincare well, I don't know. Does it really have to be part of this? But I think it really does. So let's talk about that. I wanted to have a skincare line because knowing, you know, what I felt like would be, you know, just targeted skincare mm -hmm. um, management. And what I, I, I really think that cannabis has the potential to be in the holy grail of skincare, even because if you look at what it does for the skin internally and what it does on the cellular level, anti-inflammatory skin renewal, skin protection. I mean, these are the things that we're constantly seeking. What advice would you have for women, you know, right now? We've talked about a lot of different things through this interview, but, you know, I think some some women are kind of dipping their toe in. They're not sure, like, should I, should I try this? Uh, not everybody can, you know, uh, you know, find a way to, to jump in, leave their life behind. Um, so, uh, but, but that doesn't mean there's not a place for them. So what are you, what are your thoughts and what advice do you have? I mean, they can do what I did. Like when I launched Boulevard Hemp, I just had an idea. Hemp is, you know, maybe cannabis and getting a licensed business might be a lot to take on. It is it's a multi-million dollar endeavor at most, you know, at best. Mm -hmm. 
but there's vertical spaces and there's a lot of needs in the space, whether it's accounting, marketing seems to be overplayed and oversaturated, but real skills in marketing is absolutely needed. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of translatable skills, but, you know, what I did is that, you know, I just launched a website and went to the secretary of state's office or, you know, online and started a business and started with social media and try to figure out how to overcome, you know, the hurdles of marketing, for example, but, you know, go to those local networking events and start building your network. It is true what they say, your net worth is your network. (laughs) And what is your website and how can people get in touch with you? Um, So there's, it's uh, boulevardhemp.com. There's also um, the cannabisconsumer.org, which is where I do a lot of my activism stuff. I haven't hung that hat up. you know, we have a lot of corruption Good, going on in the cannabis space. Yes, that's, you know, I have a master's in public policy and my bachelor's in psychology. So I kind of meshed it nice. and I've been mm-hmm. researching the cannabis space and I'm not really liking what I'm finding. And so, you know, we need some more activism just to make the make, make it a fair playing, playing field. And that's what my publicist mm-hmm. was like worried about. She's like, oh, how are we going to word this right now? Because, um, you know, we do, there's just a lot more, you know, glass ceilings that we have to break you know, and yes, so it's not, it's not done yet. Uh, it's not done. Know. And I, mm-hmm. and I need help. And so, you know, where people go over hemp, um, you know, right now I'm in, you know, we're launching out of beta and it would be great for that support, but it would really be great to have support with the um, cannabisconsumer.org. Um, and people can sign up for a newsletter and I'll be sending out newsletters and, and emails um, once we get our membership up and running. And then we'll have we'll start showing people how they can get more engaged. I had to really Excellent. just start over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I literally just fled Colorado to Oklahoma and fled is a good word. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, that's another thing I think that women are very good at is reinventing ourselves. Yes. Coming back stronger each time with each incarnation. And you are a clear example of that. So thank you so much for joining me. Miss Teddy here with your food is a medicine minute. Let's talk about PMS. Ladies, if you suffer from PMS, you need to pump up the iron. And I'm not talking about weightlifting. I'm talking about adding red meat, raw leafy green vegetables, poultry, beans, and shellfish to your diet. And that can help fight off the fatigue and that dragging feeling brought on by PMS. But make sure that you eat these with vitamin C enriched foods to help for the iron absorption. Now, if you're suffering from menopause, I would recommend that you try eating citrus fruits like oranges, lemons, limes, grapefruits, and kumquats to help relieve uh, menopause symptoms. For more information on food as medicine, please feel free to contact me at Learn From Teddy on Facebook. Love you guys. I'm Dr. Brian Nickel, your cannabis expert for CannabisExpertMD.com with a cannabis pairing for the Edge Show. This week, I decided to uh, pair cannabis with everybody's favorite beverage, coffee. Now, coffee, if you didn't know it, it is the second most valued trade commodity in the world with more than 2 billion cups a day consumed worldwide. Now, coffee is said to origin in Ethiopia in around the 6th century AD. Kaldi, the humble goat herder as he is known, he noticed his usually chill goats became uh, very, very excited, very, very energetic, and even skipped sleeping after consuming the fruit of a specific plant. 
after he saw his goats using this, uh, Calvi had to try it himself, and he found that uh, he had the same effect. It was very, very stimulating, kept him awake uh, throughout the evening. He did show this to a local monk there who used it to stay awake during uh, evening Vesper prayers. He started giving it to some of the monks at the local monastery for those purposes too, and word of this drink rapidly spread throughout the world. Today, most of you probably started off your day with a cup of coffee. Uh, coffee, it comes in many, many different forms. You can espresso, iced coffee, plain old uh, regular Folgers in a cup. Um, all of it begins with the beans of the coffee plant being ground down, followed by a brewing process, which is actually just an extraction process to pull the botanical essences out of the beans that they can be consumed later. This process leaves nothing but the black gold that uh, we humans have found so beneficial for such a very long period of time. For this, I was looking for an energizing strain, a stimulating strain to enjoy with a good morning coffee, something to brighten up the attitude before perhaps uh, spending a little time in the garden. I selected, based on cannabinoid and terpene profiles available to me, Bold Cultivation's Mimosa Strain. Well, what else would you pick for the morning, right? Now, that's a great name for a morning strain to go with the uh, drink of the very same name and coffee, of course. Mimosa is a potent strain at 15.7% total THC. How much CBD there, Mr. Producer? Trace. You are correct, sir. There is trace CBD present. Mimosa also shows uh, CBG at 0.22%, which is quite a bit for a uh, cannabis flower to show. And cannabichromine is present at 0.09%. Looking at the terpenes as we always do, it's relatively potent at or about average potency at 0.7% total. Beta-caryophyllin, limoline, myrcene, hemoline, and even pinene, they're all really tied at about the same levels, ranging from 0.18% down to 0.1% total. Now, the uh, myrcene and the THC, of course, are going to give you that quick cerebral effect, that quick high that people experience. The limoline is going to give a mood lift and settle in with the beta-caryophyllin to help chase any blues you may be having away. The terpinaline and the myrcene, then they kind of combine to give a chill but not too sedating kind of a base to things. The pinene does give a little bit of focus, and the humulene may keep you from ordering seconds at brunch this day. Now, mimosa, this should be just the strain to go with a weekend morning coffee. I guess Mr. Producer gets the mimosa, I'll have the coffee. Uh, just the thing to get you going and have a lovely day. For more information on all things medical cannabis, be sure to check us out at CanvasExpertMD.com. We're also available on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and the uh, Gab platform under Cannabis Expert MD. Well, what a great show it's been. What a great season it's been, Brandon. Wow. Is that it? Is that the whole season? What happened? <laughs> and, what? and this show, I mean, I'm so excited. This show talking about women in cannabis and women innovators. And we've got Miss Teddy, another women innovator and pioneer right here. Right. She's our innovator for all our TikTok videos. And I'm telling you, I had so much fun this season with Miss Teddy and some of the videos that we even uh you know, coordinated together, uh, but it wouldn't be funny without her. So she's literally the comedy and all of this stuff. So I will continue to follow Miss Teddy throughout the season. But what was your favorite one, Miss Teddy, for uh, for the entire season six? Uh, well, our TikTok, I think, was the one when we were um, when you were hitting the, 
the boxing bag. Yeah. I think that would be, that and then you had like the weird boxing bag behind you. Yeah, yeah. I, I kicked a pillow onto the wall and had it had cannabis socks on my hands because I don't have any boxing gloves or a punching bag. So that was my favorite TikTok that we did together. And then um, my favorite film, I honestly think Wendy and I agree because on this one, I actually got to get, use props. And usually I don't use props. And that was um, the aging well one because we um, had that av avocado on my face. <laughs> I, I had more fun doing that one as well as it being one of my, my favorite um, sins. I found out while doing it that I am, I'm not allergic to avocado as far as eating them. But I am allergic to avocado as far as putting them on my face. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. We had to do like 30 takes because people walking around stuff. And it was burning the top of my lip. Oh, and my eyes started burning. And so it was just, we couldn't stop laughing because the fact that it was burning. And so that was, it, it came out really well. It was one of my favorite films, but I had more fun doing that one because I learned that I cannot use avocado on my skin. <laughs> it was always, a learning lesson. Always a trooper, Miss Teddy. Um, <laughs> so Dr. Nickel, I, we've so enjoyed your pairings. And this season, we started with our usual cannabis and music pairing, but then you kind of mixed it up and started pairing with other things. So I want to know, I think we all want to know, what was your favorite pairing of the season? Probably my very most favorite pairing of this season. It's got to be Scooby-Doo, isn't it? I mean, who, who, who's going to say anything bad about Scooby-Doo? <laughs> right. that, that was the most fun for me to do, uh, most entertaining one uh, so far. But uh, I've got some other things lined up for next season, too. Nice. Taken already. Nice. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, um, I, I think the most feedback that I get is how professional you are and how you take what we all kind of giggle about cannabis sometimes you know I know it makes us laugh it uplifts you know all that but you get on there and you're so uh, professional scientific and really give everyone something to think about and and brings it to a different level I think it, even though it's still fun too you know <laughs> well it's, it's like I always tell people you know the uh, medical perspective of cannabis is kind of different from the recreation one but once you learn all the medical stuff you can apply those principles to the rec side too uh, but I, I view it as just a, another medication for us to use and one that is unbelievably safe uh, has so many medical benefits, health benefits in general. Uh, it was put on us on earth for a reason for us to use it. And I think that, uh, or at least I hope that the information I provides guides people can get in the uh, really effects they're looking for it, whether it's uh, from a medical headspace perspective or if it's really trying to treat certain conditions. Right. Excellent. Thank you. Well, it's been such a great season, really informative and inspiring for, for everyone, including all of us. And Candace Dyer couldn't be here today. We've really enjoyed my high news also. Um, this season has been more complicated, starting with the Brady Bunch opener, yes. <laughs> which, you know, all of us, um, let me tell you, putting that together, I don't know how Angela and Flint actually got it together. It was absolutely amazing. I mean, I had friends that were cracking up at it and just loved it. And they're like, I can't believe you. I'm so glad that you put it in at the beginning of every episode because 
it's that entertaining and yes. um, just put it all together was it was so much fun and that's that's one of those things is we, we have so many talented people and so uh, so many bright characters here on the show so it's yes. been so much fun this season and i look forward to uh, with us continuing and doing some fun things in the future yes for sure and yeah we're going to change it up a little next season we're having to go a little less complicated (laughs) actually less segments but it'll still be um you know this was season six and i am every season i look back and i'm just so grateful to our community to everyone who gets involved with the show it really warms my heart and uh, my goal always has been to educate and entertain and i know that we achieved that this season so Thank you all so much. And uh, everyone, take care. Stay elevated. We love y'all. Bye, Bye. everybody. The Ed Show is sponsored in part by The Relevant App, 131 Inclusion Gallery, Irie Bliss Wilmus, Lindsay Camp with Synergy One Lending, Off-Leash Canine Training, and Green Harvest Health, inviting you to reclaim your wellness.